Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. the club going up. Keith McPherson joining you for a five-hour KM to AM. What's that mean? KM, Keith McPherson on air. So AM, the morning. So I'm on till midnight. Guess what we're about to do? You don't have to guess at this point. You know we're going to talk about sports, football, of course, basketball, definitely, Baseball, yeah. It's about that time, baseball fans. And there's some hockey on tonight. We'll keep eyes on that. I'm starting to keep eyes on college basketball. I'm in here watching the beginning of Notre Dame Duke right now, and I can't wait to take your calls and talk through all of the things. Let's do it. Happy Valentine's Day to those that celebrate. Happy Singles Awareness Day to those that don't. It'll be over soon. By the time my show ends, it's the 15th. Moving right along on the second half of Black History Month. Moving right along. I'll figure out something to tell you tonight about black Americans, black history, something. I don't I don't come in here with like George Washington Carver facts, but something will come to mind. And the NFL stays in the front of our mind. The season is over, but it doesn't matter, right? Like the season never ends. The NFL is king. If you heard me last night, I talked about how many people watched the Super Bowl. And, you know, the NFL just uh, dominates, even though they don't have the right playing surface, even though the NFL is bogus. And we just uh, agree to disagree on officiating all the time. We don't know what a catch is. We don't know what roughing the passer is. We don't know when they should call holding or not. But the NFL is king. 
And uh, Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL, so he is king. Two-time Super Bowl winner, two-time Super Bowl MVP at 27? Goated. They're already putting Pat in the GOAT conversation, and they should, rightfully so. He's had the most ridiculous start to his career of any NFL player, not just quarterbacks. And uh, if you remember correctly, I'm going to keep saying this until somebody at WFAN finds the audio. Not putting it on anybody. I should go find it. I couldn't. I tried to go back. But I called that the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl. Week one. Everybody's talking about Bills, Bills, Bills. And I'm like, uh, it's going to probably be the Chiefs. Oh, they don't have Tyreek. Yeah, but they have the best quarterback. And he's got one of the best coaches. And if you think about the dominance of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, what did they have? They had a lot of parades. And the Chiefs will have their parade tomorrow. And Patrick Mahomes has gone to Disneyland and... uh Lugie just told me he tweeted out something. I don't. I can't keep up with these players trolling each other and roasting each other online. It's just a sign of the times. These guys are young. They came up in this internet culture of like trying to you know get the best of someone or joke on somebody. Juju Smith Schuster put out a Valentine's Day card about holding you. James Bradbury replied. They're all going back and forth. Other players are jumping in. This has been going on for weeks. I don't really care for it. I care for football. I want to see these guys play, and we're not going to watch any NFL football players for the next seven months. But we'll talk about it tonight. I mean, I just talked about a a parade going on in Kansas City, and I thought about the Kansas City Royals in 2015 stealing a parade from New York. That would have been nice. Uh, I thought about 2019, 2020. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and then they had a parade, and now after this 2022-2023 season, This little title town in Missouri is going to have another parade before we here in Market One, the Mecca, the greatest city in the world, can figure out how to have another championship. We're in a drought. It's been well over a decade now. I think we're going on like 13, 14 years. And uh, I don't know when this drought is going to end, but baseball gives me hope. Football, I don't know. Maybe Aaron Rodgers can change the fate of the Jets. Well, we can't put it on him to win a Super Bowl, but at least he could potentially break their playoff drought. We would we would bank on that, right? I'll take the over on wins with the Jets if they sign Aaron Rodgers. If you heard me last night and the weeks leading up, it's Aaron Rodgers till it's not. Right? Joe Douglas and these guys have to be on Aaron Rodgers until they figure out whether he wants to come here or not. He was on Pat McAfee today. I, I don't really care for Aaron Rodgers. If you've ever heard me, like, I, I, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy. Like, I, I get that he wants to be quirky and weird and different. But I just don't buy it. And I know he was on Pat McAfee today. He checked in. So we're all waiting on him to do his four days in darkness isolation. It hasn't begun yet. But he tells us more about what's going on. And he'll be eating once a day. And there's lights and there's other things. Who cares, bro? Go away. Do what you got to do. As Jets fans pray that you emerge from the darkness and say, hey, I want to take on New York. I highly doubt that, right? This is a guy looking for isolation. You can't be isolated as the quarterback of the New York Jets. This is a guy going into darkness. And in that darkness, I've said he's going to find the black hole. He's going to find the black hole that is the Las Vegas Raiders. He already looks like a guy that should be living in Vegas. I think that makes the most sense for the Raiders to go that way. Today, the Raiders released QB Derek Carr. He should be the second option for the Jets. We heard that he went to visit the Saints And obviously, he's not trying to do the Raiders any favors because he doesn't want his next team to lose any assets trading for him. So he's been released. The deadline 
was today, tomorrow uh, is the 15th. They had to get that done. So we'll talk Derek Carr tonight. I hear people talking Panthers. I hear people talking Saints. I hear people talking about this guy can't play in cold weather. I don't really subscribe to that. I mean, th- these guys are football players, but I do subscribe to the fact that he is a Fresno State guy. He's only played out west in Oakland and Vegas. He's got little kids, a family. I don't think he's trying to come across the country unless it's the 100% right fit for him the next few years. That's where we got to really focus in on here, Jets fans. It's about the next really like one, two, three years while you have these rookies in Sauce and Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson and Brees Hall. When you have these rookies that you hit on, you need to maximize their talents on their rookie deals. So I know we talked last night about Lamar Jackson and we talked last night about, oh, you know, we don't want Aaron Rodgers, not all of us. And I don't want to put, you know, we, but some people don't want Aaron Rodgers because of the short term. No, that's exactly what you need. You need somebody that can maximize the talent on your roster in the short term. We'll talk about it tonight. I don't care if the Jets are high on Ryan Tannehill. That is a plan C, D. Uh, I'd rather see them go in another direction. Uh, For the Giants fans, hip, hip, hooray. They've decided they have to stay. Mike Kafka and Wink Martindale, your OC and your DC are running it back. That's great news. These guys were this close to taking head coaching jobs in Arizona and uh, for the Colts, and those would not be the greatest destinations. I think that it's smart of them, you know, well, not even if they made the decision or not. It's just better for the Giants after watching the Eagles lose in a Super Bowl and hearing people tell you, oh, the Eagles will be right back. I don't know what NFL you watch. It is not a guarantee what happened to the Rams. Did the Bengals get right back? So for people saying that the Eagles will be right back, I, I don't agree with that. They lost their offensive and defensive coordinator. The Eagles lose both their coordinators, and in division, the Giants retain both of their guys. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the prospects of the future uh, on both sides, really NFC East. Um, I, I mean, I look at the division. Of course, it's the Dallas Cowboys division to lose again, in my opinion. Uh, but Giants fans have to feel good about the fact that you're keeping um, this group that helped your coach win coach of the year, that got you into the playoffs and you won a game, you're not rebuilding anymore. You're retooling now. And we just got to wait to see whether they sign Saquon Barkley. I told you last night, uh, there's a list that I will go through of the running backs on the Super Bowl teams the last few years. None of them have paid a running back more than like $2 million. Saquon is supposed to get around 12 to 14 million. I understand they might have to do that. He's a captain. He's a guy that's been there for the Giants. They might have to pay him. Will they end up paying him and Daniel Jones? Then you don't really have as much flexibility. Maybe there's a franchise tag in one of their futures. We'll talk about it. We'll go all through it tonight. We're coming off the heels of the Battle of the Burrows, and congratulations to any Knicks fans that didn't hear me last night. You finally beat Big Bro. The big, bad Brooklyn Nets are no more. They're not the villains anymore. You're you're not punching up anymore. And I hope that Knicks fans can exhale a little bit. It's over, right? You have a good team. You have Josh Hart on this team now. What a pickup he's been so far. This guy is beating his chest saying, this is our effing city. You just got here. You're from Maryland. But like we appreciate the energy and the effort. And I think the Knicks now are in a spot where it's going to get very interesting, folks. I was listening to Craig and Evan talk about it. 
and I already talked about it earlier on Talking Nets, my Nets podcast. I don't know if the Nets can stay where they are. They're the fifth seed. I think they're going to drop a bit. But when you look at the standings, you've got the Brooklyn Nets facing the Miami Heat tomorrow. You've got the New York Knicks facing the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow. That's the 5-6 matchup and 7-8 matchup right now. The play-in line is right at 6. And there might be a future real soon where we get a Knicks-Nets play-in game, which would be ridiculous. I know Evan said he doesn't want to sign up for that at this point. I would love that, right? I hear everyone saying now that the Nets have no title aspirations. They can't win a championship. Well, duh, they weren't winning one with the dysfunction that they had with the two superstars anyway. But now we'll see what happens with both teams as they go into the all-star break. Uh, For listeners of WFAN and people that enjoy my show, I'm on tonight five hours. I'll be on Thursday and Friday five hours. And then most likely next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, five-hour shows because the NBA is going into all-star break. Baseball hasn't kicked in yet. We got a lot of time to talk about everything. 877-337, a six, a six, and two more sixes. Of course, we're going to talk about spring training. We're starting to get those feelings of baseball being back. You're seeing your guys. I'm seeing Justin Verlander in a Mets uniform, and I'm getting different vibes than when I saw Max Scherzer in a Mets uniform. Verlander looks like he's in shape. He looks like he's ready to go. Both of those guys together, they're going to lead. you got to be excited about what you're seeing coming out of Port St. Lucie. And same with the you know Yankees. I'm not so high on them. I saw Pakoda put out there that the Yankees – are the best team in baseball in 2023. And I'm like, uh, here we go again with the hype train. We know that this one, uh, we know how this one goes. We know, like, we see it every year, right? The Yankees are in spring training. They're going to come out talking about winning a title and bringing a championship back to the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be 14 years if they don't get it done this year. But don't let me rain on your parade. I love the fact that you've got guys like Edwin Diaz saying, we're looking forward to winning a ring. You've got... Guys like Verlander saying, yeah, it's about winning a title, and anything else would be a disappointment. We have the Mets and the Yankees both focused on one thing and one goal and speaking on it, and I think we can get excited about that as fans. The Knicks, the Nets are not going to win anything this year. The Giants and the Jets, hopefully they win in the offseason, in the draft, and build for next year. Maybe uh, the Jets win the uh, Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. But I think as we go into this baseball season, we can actually dream about this championship drought ending with one of the Yankees or the Mets getting it done. We'll talk baseball tonight for sure because everybody wants to talk about Manfred's man on second. I talked about it last night. It's super corny. It's super lame. And I'll elaborate on why I don't like it. It's fake baseball. Play real baseball. That's what we're doing in the bleachers when they go into this clown show for extra innings. It's here to stay. It was a unanimous vote. These guys all said, yep, we like it better. So as fans, we don't have any choice. But the way that I feel about Manfred League Baseball is that they're saying us core fans who live our lives on 705 first pitches, they're saying us core fans aren't so important anymore. We know you'll be there. You always root for your team. You always show up to the ballpark. We're trying to grow. We're trying to bring in more casual fans. We're trying to bring in, bring in fans of other sports to our sport. So we need to speed up pace of play. We're going to speed up pace of play in the back end of the game. After you already watched the whole game, we're going to try and make that quick, fast, in a hurry. 
as we also tighten up the other things. That's what they should be doing. Tighten up the time in between, right? They're going to tighten that up. The pitch clock and everything else. Baseball is changing, but I'm hoping it's for the better. And we won't know until we see this new schedule where everyone plays each other, uh, where there's shift bans or shift limits, and there's bigger bases and all these other little wrinkles that they're trying to add to improve the game. I don't know if everyone's going to love it. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I'm going to watch. I obviously am going to watch. A lot of you listening are going to watch. Shout out to my baseball fans that get excited around this time of the year because the NFL is over and it's time for baseball. We will talk about it um, in the NHL locally. My Devils are on against the Blue Jackets. They're not at the Rock. They're on the road facing the Blue Jackets at 730. The Senators are in town to face the Islanders at UBS Arena at the same time. We will keep eyes on on those games, and Puck fans, you know you can call me up and talk about hockey and your favorite players and your favorite teams. Keith McPherson on the fan. I will lead the way for the next four hours and some change. Uh, Paulie behind the glass, you calling up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The ball game is over, and Shea Stadium will close its doors for the final time this afternoon. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that right there. There's always that little skip in the beat. I mean, I know that. I've, I've been on now for a little while. Keith McPherson on the fan. A little LL Cool J to bring us back in. 
Come on in, folks. Gather around. Get comfortable. It's a Tuesday night. Nothing crazy going on. The Knicks and Nets played last night. No local hoops. Football is over. We are in the offseason. Seven long months until we get back to watching America's new pastime. It's not baseball anymore. It's clearly the NFL. But the NFL doesn't stop. It is a machine. It is a beast. And uh, <laughs> we're freshly into the offseason, but there's news. There's the coaching carousel. Coaches going different places. Teams making their hires. We'll talk about that tonight. I, I kind of look at the Eagles coordinators going elsewhere as like, you know, good for them. Not great for the Eagles, but good for them. And I don't know who these guys are. I don't know how great they're going to be in these destinations. But whatever. That's not my problem. These guys may be one and done. Um, we're not hearing as much conversation about the Rooney rule this year. But Eric Bieniemy's name has come up. And I spent some time last year talking about Eric Bieniemy. And uh, I don't know, maybe somebody will give him a look, but I just I look at him as a good example of a coach that's been a coordinator for years that has all the credentials and uh, has the name and has now two Super Bowl rings, but it isn't um, an issue of him being black why he's not getting opportunities. I think there are other things at play. I think it's easy for people to point to Eric Bieniemy and say black coach. He's been a coordinator for a while. Why hasn't he been given an opportunity? He's been interviewing for years. But he also is an offensive coordinator on a team with Andy Reid calling the shots and Patrick Mahomes making things happen. I mean, not saying the guy's not a good coach, but I'm saying he's not the reason that engine runs. He, he should stay there. They should keep that unit together. Steve Spaggs as well. Got to shout out Steve Spaggs. He's got another ring, Giants fans. Remember the job that he did. I mean, the Chiefs are going to keep rolling. And for Jets fans, the thought has to be, okay, if we have a top 10, top 5 defense, what quarterback can we get that's going to be able to knock off Mahomes? Everybody needs to be thinking that, not just AFC, because this kid isn't going anywhere. And that team is young. And they have a chance to have another good draft. And they have a chance to build again. And you saw the decision they made to not pay Tyreek Hill. It's a smart move. And... In the Super Bowl, you have Patrick Mahomes throwing touchdowns to guys like Kadarius Toney, who they traded for. I think they traded late picks for Kadarius Toney. And Sky Moore, another guy that was counted out throughout his college experience and even coming into the NFL. These guys are scoring touchdowns in the Super Bowl. And as I'm watching those little corn dog routes, as Andy Reid described it, I'm like, these are throws that Zach Wilson can't routinely make. Could you imagine Zach Wilson in the Super Bowl air mailing one of those passes to Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore? That's another reason why the the Jets have to go get Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson, that's that might be the only guy that can get to Zach Wilson. That might be the only guy that if you put him in the quarterback room, obviously it's two years late, should have had a veteran for this kid to watch coming into the league. But if you add him to the quarterback room, Zach Wilson was quoted as saying he was going to make everyday hell for whatever veteran quarterback the Jets bring in. Not that one. He's going to be in awe of the guy. He's going to learn little things from the guy. And there's a chance here that Aaron Rodgers plays for two years in New York City with Gang Green, and then you make a decision on Zach Wilson. And if he's made progress in those two years, maybe you salvage that top pick that seems like a waste right now. The future. The future. National Future League. There's... A ton of things in the NFL. We'll see how it all folds out and how it uh, how it all unfolds, how it all it folds out. 
We'll see how it all plays out, how it all unfolds. Let's get to the phones. Uh, we've got a bunch of people calling to talk Super Bowl. It's still fresh. It's Tuesday. Let's get right to it. Richie in Queens on the fan again. Hello, Richie. Keith, what's going on? Not too much. You know, football ended. Not um, too much, man. You covered everything, man. I, you know, you got my head spinning here. What oh, I yeah, love about your openings. My, you no, my just... notes my notes are deep. I mean, I've I've, yeah. I've gotten through half of them. So I've got other yeah, well, things for later. You got tonight. another half to go, or you did great on the first half. Hey, I do. You don't have to play that audio because I remember you saying KC, and I remember calling you. But on week six, and I had KC, uh, I picked KC and Philly to get in, but I did pick Philly to win. Very disappointed. You know, Keith, I, I ref for twenty five years in a semi pro, and it was a touch tackle league. Obviously, not professional, but. It was a big money league, 12, 15 grand, depending. And these guys were ex-college guys, and some of them tried out for the pros. And, and I always remember telling my brother, I said, let's hope that it doesn't come down in the last three minutes that we change the, the complexion of the game. And I just thought, yeah, I mean, I go back to when you used to mug receivers all the way down the field, so it is a different game. But, you know, it was relatively – you know, penalty-free, and to make that call in that spot, not a good not a good look because it, it was anticlimactic at that point because there was a minute 40 left. It would have been one timeout, and it really would have been interesting to see what was going on. But, you know, kudos to the offensive coordinator for KC. Obviously, the defense was a major disappointment not to have one sack and very little pressure on, uh, on, uh, on Mahomes, who's turned out to be just a fantastic player. So, um, hey, the better I think the better team did win, and they're going to be there for over a long time. But I want to touch on a couple of things. you want to comment on that? Or yeah, I'll jump right in. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of people saying that we as fans were robbed and that the Eagles were robbed. And uh, you, you hear me talk about NFL bogus all the time. Going into the playoffs, going into the season, I say the one thing I can guarantee you is that the NFL is bogus. These refs aren't good. They're never consistent. You're going to see some yeah. bogus stuff. And what that was, in my opinion, I, I laughed that one off. I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, this is wonderful. This is a great ending because it stopped the Eagles from a chance at winning the Super Bowl. And it was like this slow ending where you knew the inevitable was going to happen. They're going to kick the field yeah. goal and win. And, and he, that was a makeup call. The, that was a makeup call because that is a call yeah, that you know, in you real time you, you can let go. Call then. Yeah, but they did. <laughs> yeah, I did, did do it, but you just can't do it then. Like somebody said at that point in time, yeah, I mean, if he's going to look at it and say it's the right call, I can remember, like I said, doing these games, and, and, and you make the call, and you say, I don't know, was it a good time to make it? Is it something we could let go? It's not egregious. He didn't reach him. He didn't throw him down. So you could have got away with not calling If you see it, the foul, whatever. call the foul. I say that in the NBA all the time because I just don't understand how these refs are under the basket. They see a foul and don't call the foul. If it's a foul, call it, no matter what point in the game. And if it seems like a makeup call because you missed it earlier and now you're you're more keen to it, your senses are heightened, you're looking for it, and you call it late in the game like that, it is what it is. James Bradbury said, yeah, I held him, and he held him twice. There were two times where he – Held him. He didn't necessarily like impede his his route or whatever. But it, a hold is a hold, and the Chiefs were probably going to win that game anyway. I'm I'm glad. I couldn't live in a reality where we'd be talking about the Eagles and the second Super Bowl they got well, with yes, a different and your team. Your point of view is well taken. I agree with you being the fan that you are for them. But I just thought it. You know, maybe it's not really having. Um, you know, not I'm not a real I'm a giant fan, so the Eagles losing is 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 definitely not going to make me lose any sleep. Yeah, a couple of things great. too. I just went in with. Um, <clears throat> I heard Tierney today, uh, BT, and I tried calling him because all of a sudden 
he's got the Knicks going to the NBA Finals. Look, I'm a seventy. I'm a I'm a 60-year fan of the Knicks. Uh, yeah. I know they've gotten better. Keith, you're more into basketball than I am. Uh, let, you know, we talked about your team. I'm incredible disappointment what's happened the last three years. In my in my lifetime, one of the biggest disasters in any sport for what they had, what they could have been, and what they've turned out to be. And now they've got good, tough players there, but, you know, I think it's going to be tough for them to hold on to the four or five seed wherever they are. So, but the Knicks going to the championship, my goodness gracious, Hart does add something for them. They're, they're, going, they still they're have going to the play-in tournament, most and, likely. Uh, and if they if they escape the you know seventh seed and they get a sixth seed, they're going to be in the first round. And I, I want to see them beat the Hawks, Keith. I want to see them beat the Hawks because Young leads to, you know, he just kills them. That you know, revenge no, would be they, sweet. They can't stop him. Yeah, yeah, that revenge you would know, be sweet. And, the and NBA would love that. They, they love the dynamic between... Trey Young in New York. They would love that to play out. But yeah. Yeah, and I, I want to see the Knicks. Brunson is really good. I, you know, defensively, uh, Barrett's been a major disappointment, but that's another discussion down the road. Yeah. Baseball, psyched, obviously. You know, I'm a big San Francisco Giant fan. We're going to have a tough time in my division. Your Yankees, I can't believe Donaldson's still at third and Hicks is in left and your shortstop. I want to see uh, Peraza come up and do or, or the other kid, Volpe, take over at shortstop. But yeah. the rule changes are going to be incredible. You know, when you think about, first of all, there's going to be more double plays than ever because they're going to play their normal positions. And they were so out of position that one guy was 10 feet behind second, the other guy was 30 feet to the left of it. Mm-hmm. And and obviously the shift is going to be a lot of left-handed guys are going to get that line drive that's going to fall in there. But the thing that's going to be, I don't know if you touched on it, I'm really interested on the pickoffs. You're allowed two. Yeah, the pitch And the third rule. one... Yeah, the third one, if you don't get there, they get second base. And obviously the pitch count. This is a monumental change to the game. Do you agree? I do. I and I, I can't wait to see how it plays out, but there's going to be some guys, like I already spoke of Scherzer and Verlander, they're old school guys. It might take them a second to adjust to this. they got to be mindful of that in spring training right now. Hey, you can only throw yeah. over the first twice. Hey, this pitch clock, you got to be ready to go. Um I think it's going to be interesting how it plays out. I think it's going to affect the pitchers more. And, I mean, even well, with Sabathia the... Well, said that, Keith. I don't know if you heard that today. No, I he wish I called you're going to see velocity go down go two or three miles per hour because they're not going to have that generation or to generate a little bit of speed, step back, take an extra second. So that's another thing to look at. Yeah, I, I you know, baseball is great, and I know they want to speed it up, but... Sometimes I hate, you know, I just don't want to mess it up too much. Manfred you know? League Baseball. Thanks for the call, Richie. Uh, yeah, they want to speed up the game, but they also want offense. Chicks dig the long ball. They want home runs. They want base hits. They want fans to be like, yeah, you know, fans that are in the stadium ballpark, uh, and they don't really know what's going on until something happens, until there's a crack of the bat. Then they're like, yeah, yeah, that, is that good for us? It's like, yo, watch the game. Pay attention. <laughs> Why are you in this seat? There's somebody that would love to be in your seat and would watch every second of this game, but you're here to – Get a Lobel's steak sandwich. Okay, that's fine. That's part of Yankee Stadium and City Field and all of these places. Uh, we'll see how that all plays out. Back to the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees are smarter than us. You know that. Like they're they're smarter than all the fans. They're smarter than all of the pundits and talking heads. I would not be surprised if <laughs> if I'm in Yankee Stadium on March 30th. I'm already laughing because it's gonna just be a topic of discussion. I would not be surprised if we go through this month of spring training, this month and change, and somehow 
Donaldson, IKF, and Hicks all win those position battles, right? You come into spring training, and it's supposed to be everybody is competing for their spot. Everybody is competing for playing time. The Yankees did not listen to the fans' cries of, Josh Donaldson sucks. I can't watch his at-bats anymore. He's old, and he just watches pitches go over the middle of the plate, and then when he does connect on one and give it a ride, he doesn't do it enough. So he's not sure what's a home run, what's an out, what's a double, what's a single, and he makes it an out, not hustling. He gets thrown out on the base pass or costs us an extra base. I can't do that. I can't do that for another year. Josh Donaldson was the guy that called out your ace. Josh Donaldson was a guy that caused a bunch of distractions in the middle of the season, and I defended him because I didn't think it was racially charged, but that whole Tim Anderson, Jackie Robinson stuff was nonsense. Judge didn't back him. Judge is the captain of the team. Donaldson should follow Judge's lead. Judge hits 62 home runs and discards of the weapon like he's ashamed he hit the ball so far. Puts his head down, and he runs the bases exactly the same. IKF... I don't want to hear from IKF talking about, yeah, we're trying to bring a title back to New York. Bro, you just got here. And as we were on the course of trying to bring a title back to New York, we couldn't depend on you. You had the yips, and you're not much at the plate. We had to force a young man named Oswald Peraza into the fold in the American League Championship. But the Yankees are smarter than us. They know better. Aaron Hicks, he was hurt. He probably rehabbed. They're going to tell you he's in the best shape of his life. Last year, whatever, he had a good month, and, you know, he'll shake that off. Aaron Hicks is the veteran, and they traded for him and decided to give him that contract. They die hard on what? Their trades and their contracts. So Aaron Hicks is going to be there. I don't think anybody wants any of those three guys. Hicks, Donaldson, IKF. They're the Yankees' problem. They're the Yankees. So Yankees fans, get ready to see that left side. If you're buying a ticket, do not buy a ticket down third base, left field, because you have a... A view of these guys on opening day is just going to grind your gears. It's going to piss you off. It's going to be like, this whole offseason happened, and where did we improve? Oh, Judge is a $40 million man now. Good for Judgey. Good for Judgey. But Judge had a good year last year. I've been saying that. The Yankees didn't have a good year last year. Judge had a good year last year in spite of the Yankees, in spite of Brian Cashman and the way that he handled his negotiation and his contract talks. Do we expect Judge to have 131 RBI, 62 home runs, be chasing the triple crown again? No, I no, I don't. I don't. So where do you replace that production? Rizzo's going to be healthy the whole year and do it? Maybe. Let me guess. DJ LeMay is going to have a bounce back season this year. Okay, I can't bank on that. Glaber Torres. We're still in the Glaber Torres experiment. Do not get me started on the Yanks. We've got plenty of time to do that next week. Let's go back to the phone. Uh, last thing from Richie's call. Knicks fans that think because they beat the Nets last night that now all of a sudden they're a contender. No, you beat a team that is in their second game together, uh, a coach that's trying to figure out who he has. He's playing Ben Simmons. He's sitting Cam Thomas, who just made history with back-to-back-to-back 40-point games. That young man was on the bench the whole first quarter. you got Spencer Dinwiddie playing hero ball, chucking up shots, like, Congratulations. That would have been embarrassing if you lose 10 in a row to this new Nets. If if the 10th loss in a row came at the hands of Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson, who have not even been here a week, like that would have been embarrassing. 
but it does not make you any greater of a team in this Eastern Conference. We can talk about it tonight. There's actually some good NBA games on tonight, if you'll indulge me later. Once they get going, we'll start taking a look around the association. And what I'll tell you about the Knicks is they should be a playoff team. I've been saying that all year. But the top four or five teams in the East, I don't think they crack the top five. I think that somebody like the Miami Heat or maybe even the Hawks or your Brooklyn Nets is that fifth spot. The Knicks are going to hover around where they are. They have their own issues. Uh, R.J. Barrett is one. It's a guy that they extended, they gave money to. But yet, like, what is R.J. Barrett? Like, I watch him play, and and I, I'm in here watching Duke right now. I used to be a Duke fan. Bandwagon front runner. I used to be a Duke fan, so I watched R.J. Um, he hasn't turned into what he's supposed to be as the number three overall pick, a guy who was, like, the number one recruit coming out of high school. Um, they gave him the bag, and they chose to hold on to him instead of getting Donovan Mitchell. Now, if you had Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Josh Hart, IQ, all these other guys, then I might be uh, singing a different tune about your chances this year. But no, this isn't a championship team for the Knicks. This is a team that you uh, expect to make the playoffs and fingers crossed that they advance and they win more than one game like they did a couple years ago and everybody flooded the streets. All right, back to the phones uh, before we have to take another break. Young Josh, my young guy out in Passaic, back on the fan. Yo, Keith, what's up? Not too much, man. Talking sports for five hours, I promise. It's good to get a break a few days. But with uh, Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't go to the Jets or the Raiders, who do you think has a third option on him? The Packers? I think there's any small chance he comes to the Giants if Jones does out free agency. The Giants? The G-Men? No. Uh, Danny Dollars. They got to pay their guy. You got your quarterback. And trust me, you you rather have... The mild-mannered vanilla, vanilla Vic than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, you got your guy. Right, and also with the Devils, how far do you think they're going this year? Well, similar to how we are kind of hoping and dreaming of a Knicks-Nets play-in, I'm hoping that we can see the Devils and Rangers face off. I think last time I looked at the standings, uh, I think it was in line... I mean, a couple weeks ago, well, they're right under each other in the standings. There's a chance that they can meet, and um, I don't know. We got to get Jack back, and uh, this team's got to keep building. Is the trade deadline? Has the trade deadline hit for the NHL? No, it hasn't yet. So there's still time to make moves. I, why is it, Paulie? Why is the trade deadline for the NHL so far away from All Star? It's not as close as the NF or NBA with their trade deadline and All Star being two weeks away. Yeah, no, they've always had it. They they spread it out a little bit because they don't want to. They know. Look what the NBA trade trade deadline was. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. The NHL trade deadline is usually not that crazy. So it's I think they they want to try to get a little bit more of the messaging across. Okay, okay, yeah. So Friday, March third, they can uh, improve by then. I'm hoping that the Devils make a run, and I'm hoping that we somehow get Devils Rangers in the playoffs. And Saturday showed how important Jack Hughes was. Right, it went to OT. Didn't really have that guy to take that closing yeah, challenge. Yeah, didn't have that there. youngster that can call game. Didn't have that youngster that can change the game. He's so fast, and he's such a sharp shooter, and uh, he can take over a game in a blink of an eye. And when you don't have him, it's kind of like, all right, who's going to be the one to rise to the occasion? They'll figure it out. They'll be fine without him. I think they'll be better for it. And then when he comes back, maybe they make a move, and it's like, boom, the Devils are ready to run through the playoffs. And last thing, Keith, are you going to go to the Devils game next Sunday? 
That's the game I'm looking at. I got to reach out to the Devils, and I also got to check with my wife uh, if we're good to go that Sunday night. I mean, I want to right now. That's the game that I've been looking at. I can't go Monday through Friday, and I think if I don't go on Sunday, I won't be able to go until like later into March, and then next thing you know, baseball starts and it gets crazy. And I was eyeing that game also because usually I have uh, like a little school Sunday night. But that time we have like an off Sunday or something from that. And, you know, it's Sunday. I'm going with a few friends. And I thought if I waited it out a little bit, tickets would get cheaper, but it was just less and less. So I'm going to end up being in Section 230. Hopefully we can make up for that Yankee game. <laughs> yeah, if I'm going out there, I'll definitely let you know. Uh, I'll have to reach out to the Devils to see if they can accommodate, check with my wife to see if she wants to go, or check with any of the homies that are Devils fans. Yeah, Sunday, February 19th, it, it seems like a go for me. Yeah, I'll probably confirm to you by tomorrow. Sounds good. Thank Thanks for the call, man. Josh. Appreciate it, bro. 877-337-6666. Call me up and join the show. Keith McPherson on the fan. This is KM to AM. We'll be back after this. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. New York forever. The Knicks run the town. Rihanna performed this during the Super Bowl. The Knicks still run the town, right? That's what I heard after last night. And yeah, you know, that was a game that the Knicks couldn't lose. That was a game that the Nets were in in the beginning, but I think they got in their own way. They did enough things to lose the game, and then by the end of the game, it was a wrap. The Knicks did not unravel. The The Knicks did not collapse in the garden in the fourth quarter like you usually see. You, you got a guy like Josh Hart. It means something to him. The rivalry he just stepped into, it means something for him and his buddy Jalen Brunson. You know, Julius Randle's taking so many L's to the Nets. He's just like, yeah, this is not a rivalry. They always beat us. But Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, they're not trying to get used to that. So I tip my cap to the New York Knicks. But I'm not going as far as BT to start pointing at other teams in the East. And shout out to BT. He's great. But he's, you know, he's a Knicks fan. And they've gone three years without beating the Brooklyn Nets. So after you inject a little bit of that into your system, you wake up the next day like, ah, yeah, we can take on the world. But I just got to inform people, like, this is a Nets team figuring it out completely. This is a Nets team that has been shaken up, stirred, flipped upside down, and then thrown out on the court. They're going away from guys that they trusted all season, like Royce O'Neal, Cam Thomas, Nick Claxton. They're trying these new guys out. And if you paid attention to the deadline – you move Kyrie to bring in DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Spencer Dinwiddie, an old net, a former net. You bring them in here with the thought that KD would stay. They were pieces to play alongside Kevin Durant. And then KD says, oh, no, um, I'm only here for Kyrie. I don't know what you guys thought. I requested a trade in the summer. Can you send me to my preferred destination in Phoenix right now? Super Bowl is going on out there. I'd like to go out and hang out and have a good time. The Nets do right by KD, and they grant that. And then they take on Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson. And now you're looking at a team that just traded two-star players, but they weren't prepared to trade two-star players. The Kyrie stuff came out of nowhere. 
as we should have expected with Kyrie Irving. And now Kyrie is in Dallas telling the Dallas media that they have been creating unwanted distractions by asking him about his contract situation every night. (laughs) Yo, he's hilarious. Hilariously delusional. Kyrie, the media... They, they don't work for the Dallas Mavericks. The media cover the Dallas Mavericks. These reporters can ask you anything about your contract situation or, you know, I don't know, about the fact that you're a ticking time bomb. I just thought it was super weird that Kyrie is telling them that, that, that they're creating unwanted distractions when he's the king of that, but not our problem anymore. Congrats to the New York Knicks. I know BT got you gassed up. Let me try and find the exact quote from BT. Because I did see WFAN posted. Make sure you're following WFAN on Twitter and Instagram. And shout out to our digital team for all the great updates, all the great articles and clips. But yeah, BT said, do not tell me that you can't beat the Sixers. Do not tell me the Cavs are beyond reproach. Don't tell me that you're not better than the Heat. Pump your brakes, BT. As of right now, they just lost to the Sixers a couple days ago. Uh, As of right now, they are not better than those teams. They're not. Those teams are all above them in the standings, and so are the Brooklyn Nets. But you're playing a different Brooklyn Nets team that's still trying to figure out who they are. They don't know who they are at all right now. They don't know if Spencer Dinwiddie is going to be the leading scorer, how much they can rely on Mikel Bridges, uh, Ben Simmons. Like When you hear the coach talk about all the different thoughts he has as far as how to get Ben Simmons on the court, when Ben Simmons shouldn't be on the floor, he should be benched but he's got the biggest name and the biggest contract. <laughs> of course, the Nets get KD, Kyrie, James Harden. They have guys like Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge in the mix, Paul Millsap. Uh, you know, all these different guys come in, and they're left with Ben Simmons, who makes $34 million a year to, to ride the bench during the game and literally ride a bike in Madison Square Garden last night, get on the floor and just F the game up. Like, this guy's turned the ball over. He can't make a shot from two feet away. He's not uh, contesting. He's letting guys blow by him. And that's who, after the game, the head coach is saying. He's trying to figure out how to get the most out of that guy. At least he looks good while he's doing it, right? No, I don't. I don't find him attractive, Paulie. You, you, the clothes, the, the, the Prada, the Gucci. I know he gets a lot of girls, right? He's got a good resume. Maya Jama, uh, Kendall Jenner. Um, you know, that's like his thing. He gets girls, but clearly these girls don't watch any basketball. They don't have a. No, they don't I'm, have just, a clue I'm just saying about the guy. His, wait, his wardrobe is probably. Oh yeah, you know, for his our mind, salary right in now. In his mind, he's a model, right? Last year, there were Nets fans thinking that he was going to actually rejoin the Nets and help them somehow beat the Celtics. That's a goal for your New Jersey Devils on the board first. one nothing. Let's go, Devils. But, yeah, Ben Simmons, uh, th- as soon as – this is the last thing I'll say so we can go back to the phones. Um, 877-337-6666. Um, actually, I'll, I'll say my last thought, and then we'll, we'll break before I hit the phones. I see all you guys on hold. Uh, Roscoe, Robert, Jarvis, Andrew, Josh, we'll get to you, but – my whole take on this era with 7-Eleven, KD, Kyrie, you know, the, the Nets had to go for it. The lowly Nets, the never-picked Nets, right? Free agents didn't want to come to East Rutherford, so they moved the whole organization to Brooklyn and tried to rebrand and make it cool. Come on, Jay-Z, get some players to sign here. They had to go for it when they had the opportunity to get KD and Kyrie. But what they understood now after, you know, three, four seasons, three and a half seasons of nothing 
of seven playoff wins of more missed games than you ever imagined between these two and things coming into play like COVID and a vaccine mandate and random injuries and James Harden coming in and forcing his way out. What I need the Nets to do is start living in the reality with Ben Simmons the way that they decided to live in the reality with KD and Kyrie last week. They traded those guys, and they kind of cut their losses. They kind of figured, hey, this isn't working. It hasn't worked, and these guys are unhappy here. Let's see what we can get for them. You can't get anything for Ben Simmons. Sit him down. Just shut him down. If he's hurt, if his back is what's stopping him from being great, and he has to ride the bike for 40 minutes in the game, then then just let him be inactive and let him be Gucci, Fendi, Prada down on the sidelines looking like a model. That's fine. If the Nets are going to win anything, it's not going to be with Ben Simmons as their third-string center. (laughs) What a joke. Out of all of the things that went on in this era, the Nets end up with Ben Simmons as their only max contract player. That's why the Nets are the Nets. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.